What is up, everybody? Dan in the Fireman here. We are back at it again with another After the Ride podcast. We're going to be talking about five principles of a good motorcycle rider. And to me, this is uh, different than possibly some other people's five principles or even just a principle of a good rider. For me, it's I don't like to see people injured. I don't want people to die. I am sick and tired of it. I think there's been 15 uh, motorcycle riders that have died this year alone in uh, Tucson. I think it's been in the in the past like four months. Ten of those have have been died been died been been killed uh, while riding, and I just I hate seeing that. So that is where I come from. You know, my my principle is based off of serving. So like my own human principle and who I am as a person. I want I, I'm here to serve. I'm here to do my absolute best to to make other people's lives better. Um, so that's how. How I live and when it comes to motorcycle riding my principle of riding is basically these things right here and so this is what I'm following so if you want to follow me and you want to be uh, or have a mindset of how I ride uh, let's go ahead and jump into it how about that let's just do that so the first principle and like I said there's five is that you're gonna ride smart okay so good, I'm gonna read a little bit. I wrote some notes so I can stay on topic. Uh, so good riders train for the threat, but ride smart enough to rarely need their superior training. Even the most skilled riders will get into situations they can't handle if they ride stupid. And that goes along with a lot of the stuff I talk about on the Dan and the Fireman channel uh, and how I train people, is that I want you to have the fundamental skills. The fundamental skills of swerving, braking, or emergency braking for those evasive maneuvers, but the fundamental skills of knowing how to shift smoothly uh, or as smooth as you possibly can understanding smooth throttle control smooth braking for progressive brake pressure even when slowing down to a stop smooth turning all those different things head movement all that all that is fundamental basic skills um, and then right here where it says if you if good riders train for the threat but ride smart enough to rarely need their superior training so you don't need to have the trail braking or the massive you know uh, uh, body positioning or the speed shifting, all these different things that are more of a superior training, advanced skills. If you ride smart and you train for the threat, okay, that's the thing, guys. The, the threat is what's killing us. Like the cars, the cornering is what's killing motorcycle riders. So we need to train for that threat. So when we're training these massive advanced skills, what are we training for? Like what's the threat? What's the what's the end goal? Are we what are we trying to get faster on a track? Are we trying to beat other riders, other drivers? What's the what's the end goal here? So my thing is I'm training for the threat itself. I'm training for those cars, those potholes, those that gravel, all that thing. That's what I'm training for. So let's focus on the fundamental skills. And if you are riding smart, if you're focused on the threats, you'll see them. If you're focused on riding fast, you're not going to see the real things that are going to kill you. You're going to be focusing on going fast. So uh, number two, though, uh, understanding the risks. Now, this is part of that. So I'm going to read it once again. Many riders jump on their bikes without thinking much about the true risk they are taking. That's huge, guys. Uh, most people ride for fun and would rather not think about the possibility of injury. Good riders understand that if they get seriously hurt, it's their family and friends that will also pay. So I talked about um, when it, when I if I if I go back and I talk about the uh, that one video that I made that one podcast episode I made where I talk about you know it, we're not doing enough coaches aren't doing enough and then at the end of that video or podcast I talked about how. Uh, if we crash, get injured, die, all that stuff, it's, it's our family members that are the ones suffering. And that's very true. That's very true. And here I talk about many riders jump on their bikes without thinking much about the true risk they are taking. 
That is big. Um, I think a lot of manufacturers, I'm going to say dealerships, uh, well, not necessarily dealerships. I'm just going to throw out like, you know, Honda, Harley, Indian, even just everyone. It's like they want to sell bikes. And so what they put out there and commercialize is look how much fun this is. We're riding crazy. We're doing this, man. You should watch that. Uh, Harley Davidson, uh, what is it? The uh, the Street 500, Street 750, Street Rod commercial is ridiculous. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just just look up their promotional video. It's this rider that's riding like in like a crazy man, um, super not safe, but that's what they're promoting. And I think that's kind of what people are starting to think. It's like, oh, I could do all these cool, fun things, but at the end of the day, we're getting on a on a vehicle that is to travel on the roads that has a greater chance, a way 28 times greater chance of fatality, injuries, all those different things than a car. So at the end of the day, why don't we just buy a car? You know, that, that's what I think a lot of riders that are out there on the road, they should just be driving cars. Uh, to be quite honest, I think there should be less riders. Um, some of the riders that, that I see out on the road should not be riding. They should just be driving um, just based off of the risk and skill offset that they have. And that's something you'll learn in the BRC2, risk skill offset. And I just, it's just tough. It's just tough for me to see, but you know, they made that choice. So my job is servitude. So I want to give them the best and most accurate skills as best as possible so that they can stay alive. Cause I didn't make that choice for them. They did. And right here it says most people ride for fun and would rather not think about the possibility of injury. That is true. A lot of people don't want to think about the crashes or the injuries and, and the lifelong issues that they might have, or just no lifelong issues cause they're dead. Um, a lot of people don't want to think about that, but that's on the forefront of my mind. And if it's on the front or forefront of your mind, if you understand the risk with like number two, uh, the title number two, if you understand that and it's on the forefront of your mind, you're going to make the best decisions and best, best, de yeah, best decisions possible, uh, when it comes to, uh, making sure you're being safe. And I did a survey. We have, uh, 275 responses, which is great. Um, is I put, what is your main priority when riding a motorcycle and 44.4% is to leisure ride. So like weekend riding, fair weather riding, all those things. And then about 46.9% is commuting. So riding to work. So for those probably riding to work and then, then having fun on the weekends, like there it's, it's a purpose. It, it's a purpose driven thing. Um, they choose to do that because they enjoy to do it and they want to do it. Um, it's not necessarily... I think uh, purpose uh, or performance riding was like a very small percentage and a few other things. It, it's just, it mainly is commuting and leisure riding. So with that said, you know, why are we going out commuting and leisure riding and, ex and just accepting these risks? So we need to have those, uh, uh, we need to understand them. So, cause number three is it says that you accept the risk. There you go. So number three, uh, the third principle is you accept the risk. So even with an accurate, uh, perception of risk, you will choose to ride. So cool. Uh, we don't need to, we don't, we don't ride to be safe after all, but don't let the thrill of adrenaline get the better of you. Good riders know when and where to, uh, pick it up. I highly recommend a racetrack for sportier riders. So when we go back to that, you need to have an accurate perception of the risk. So when you put on gear, so in gear is number four, actually. So when you put on gear, don't be like, okay, now I have this full gear. I have gloves, helmet, jacket, boots, pants, all this crazy gear. Boom. I am perfectly safe. Guys, people die in car accidents all the time. They really do. We just have a greater chance per mile driven on the roads to die 28 times per mile driven. Um, but people in cars die all the time, even with seatbelts, even with airbags, even with crumple zones, even with roll cages, even with uh, all these different things. 
it, it's the sudden deceleration of your body that kills you. Uh, you people think that well, it's just mainly like an impact. A lot of people think of like like getting hurt is like getting a punch in the arm. That's like it hurts because the physical impact, the bruising, the damage to the tissues because of the fist hit it. It, it really isn't that. What, what's the biggest problem is the sudden deceleration of your body. The sudden deceleration, so your body still moves, but your internal organs are continuing to move, and it's just going to shear. So your, your, your organs are going to shear, the connective tissue, your, your nerve endings, your spinal column, your, your brain is going to do a coup contra coup. And what that means is that your brain's, it's, it's French, it's gonna, your, the coup part is your brain is going to slide and hit the front of your skull or wherever the impact is, and then it's going to slam back to the other side. And that is going to be a brain contusion. But that's what's happening to your other organs, your lungs, your heart, your, your kidney, your liver, your spleen, your stomach, your, all those different organs. And that's what's going to hurt you. So even if you're wearing full gear, even if you're in a car with, with full protective equipment, if you're riding way too fast, if you're driving way too fast and you hit an immovable object or an object that's going to slow you down and decelerate you, you're going you're gonna to die. You're going to get severely injured. So you need to accept the risks. And just because you wear gear doesn't mean it's going to solve all your problems. And as much as, you know, I'm, I, I'm trying not to scare you guys all the time, but at the same time, I want you to be scared enough so that you understand the risks and you accept them. And then now you're going to ride within those risks and your skills within your limits. Does that make sense? Okay. So number four, you're going to wear protection. So this is a, a principle because you are trying to be safe. You don't leave the house unless what? You lock your doors. You don't leave the house. If you have an alarm system, you set the alarm system. Um, ones if you like set something up to where your dog, you know, they have a doggy door so they can get in and out or, you know, you put them outside so they can go to the bathroom. You accept the risk. You wear protection. You protect your house. So it doesn't have dog doo-doo everywhere. You know, you, you, you do these things. You put on your seatbelt. You have it. You make sure you got airbags. You know, all these different things. So we wear protection. So before you get on the bike, put the protection on. That's when you should start your whole OODA loop. And I talk about that, you know, orient, observe, decide, and predict, all these different things. Um, and I talked about situational awareness. Well, start your situational awareness by putting on the gear. So this alone does not mean you're a good rider, though. Uh, but it does indicate that you respect the risks and strive to minimize serious skin abrasions, broken bones, or head injuries. Just don't be fooled into thinking that you can ride riskier because you are better protected. Now, that kind of goes back to what we talked about with the accepting of the risks, where just because you have gear doesn't mean it's going to keep you 100% protected. But at the same time, just because you wear gear doesn't mean you can go out and go ride like an idiot and be like, well, I'm protected. It'll be fine if I mess up. That's not what you should be doing. So gear is just going to be there as a safety net for those trape trapeze artists. And that should be it. It's like if you do crash, hopefully you never do. But if you do, it's an insurance policy to hopefully minimize severe injuries to make a minor injuries. It's not going to protect severe injuries and prevent you from ever getting hurt. It's just going to hopefully minimize severe life threatening, life altering injuries into minor, possibly year long altering injuries. Does that make sense? So a broken hip and a few other things will be life altering, but um, if you're wearing full gear or you ride safer, maybe you only break your tib fib and then it'll just be like a six months to a year type of injury. Okay. And then also on here is that you have fun while also being safe. And that's a principle. It's not, it's not an ideology. It's, it's literally, you are principally based into, I'm going to have fun because I'm also being safe. 
It's not like, well, I can't have fun because I'm being safe or I can only have fun if I'm not safe. It's you're going to have fun. Like I'm going to have fun if I'm being safe. And that really goes into the whole situation awareness thing where I actually enjoy it. I have fun being able to see the hazards ahead of time and then being able to move out of the way or do what I need to do with the tools that I have. And it's fun. It's absolutely, it's a video game, guys. I just got a VR headset for um, Christmas. Uh, it's, well, for the family, it's, uh, I play more. But um, it's the Oculus Quest or whatever, and we play like these fun games, and it's like you literally are dodging things, you're having to utilize different skills, and it kind of brings it a little bit back to me. It's like, man, it's like that's kind of what I'm doing on a bike. Like I'm literally VR headset riding a motorcycle, finding hazards that want to come out and kill me, and I'm dodging them, I'm doing what I need to do, and it's fun. But with the VR, with, with the gaming stuff... I mean, if you die, you die, you come back out on the street. If you die, you're done. If you get if you're in a crash, you're done. You know, those types of things. So you really have to be safe and then fun. See it on the VR and all the video game stuff. You could just have fun and don't worry about being safe. You can't do that in real life. So if you're not having fun, you're doing it wrong. Okay. so uh, yes, getting training and wearing protective gear is inconvenient. It really is. I mean, you got to set aside a weekend. You got to go out and spend money, Um, but it's time and money well spent. Okay, so the satisfaction of riding well with high confidence increases enjoyment. And that's a big thing. Um, if you're out riding and you are just not confident with your skills or you're out riding and you're like, let's say you're in the middle of town and all of a sudden there's just a bunch of traffic. It's starting to rain. It's now nighttime. It's while it's raining, a lot of traffic. So you got like like glare from lights and all that stuff. That's going to create anxiety, even for me as a skilled rider. That's going to create anxiety. And when I have anxiety when I'm riding, I'm not having fun. So if we, if for myself, I'm going to use that example. If I get better and better and better and better at riding at night with traffic and with training, my confidence is going to increase and I'm going to enjoy it more. At the end of the day, though, I'd probably pull over or try to find a place that's not as crowded. But um, when I have more confidence, like let's use another example, riding up Mount Lemon, the first time was scary as heck, scary, 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 scary. Um, but now it's like I can ride with no hands going up and down it if I wanted to. And that's based off a of confidence, based off a of skill. My skill went up. Um, I'm having fun and being safe about it. I'm dancing with the bike and now it's just easy in my confidence and I'm enjoying it more. So the more you ride the, in a safe manner, Focusing on that situational awareness, making sure that you're doing what you need to do, confidence is going to go up. And if your confidence go up, your, your enjoyment is going to go up. So you're having fun while being situationally aware with your skills because you're confident in your skills because you've practiced your skills. You've gotten the training. You've gotten the gear. So everything combined is going to increase your skill, increase your confidence, increase your enjoyment, increase your safety. And if you follow these five principles, and I'll read them once again, guys, is that you know you ride smart. Uh, you understand the risks, you accept those risks. It's not necessarily just about understanding it, but you have to accept them by doing the right training and the right gear. Wearing protection, so always wearing protection and realizing it's not, uh, the protection is not uh, uh, to, to make you ride riskier, but it's just a safety net just in case something happens. And then you also have fun while being safe. And so these five principles will make you a better rider, make you a good motorcycle rider, a safe motorcycle rider, any other adjective 
before a motorcycle rider that is in a positive way, uh, these five principles will definitely help you out. I hope you guys like this type of stuff in this podcast. It really does. It's, I mean, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's more of like an opinion piece. and I'm having a ton of fun just talking to you like, like I am just, you know, sitting here in front of you with the camera. It's why I try to look at the camera while I'm talking and I just enjoy it. I just enjoy it. I'm having a ton of fun. With that said, I hope you guys ride safe, be safe, and I'll be seeing you later for another After the Ride podcast episode.